anything faster than a case of the clap in a trailer court. Able to shatter eardrums within a 666 mile radius. A podcast more brutal than all the rest. It's Murder Metal What's up, Chris? Not much, Pete. How you been, man? Pretty good, dude. Pretty good. Good week. We had uh, a lot of people uh, digging the... Uh, digging the, the new podcast. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate everybody listening. Yeah. Spread that shit like herpes in the trailer park. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we got a lot of uh, a lot of new listeners, people you know, commenting on the Facebook page, which is cool. And uh, people get on, if they listen on iTunes, they comment on that or... Yeah. Or uh, rank us, <coughs> rate us on there. That's always good uh, for... Give us some likes on Facebook. Exactly. Gotta exactly. still get the... I'll, are we doing a Twitter? Yeah, I've got one set up. I just haven't launched it yet. I don't. We'll let you guys know when that's ready to go. Yeah, I got it all set. I just haven't done anything with it yet, but it's coming up, so... Uh, How about yeah. Richard Crap, though, last week? Oh, uh, dude... That was uh, that was good. I think a lot of people dug a little wood chipper love. Yes, you know? sir. He, uh, I think a lot of people from here, from Illinois, uh, had not heard of him like I had from back home. So it was so cool it was to new. do it like we did the uh, Hendrix episode yeah, here. Yeah. You know, so that was cool. And uh, <clears throat> I think uh, this one is going to be a good one because we got. Hold on, the Richard Crap thing. You had a little. St- Shirt story, oh, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. I forgot the last time, so yeah. thanks for not letting me forget a second yeah. time. Um, I used to work at a restaurant back in Bethel, Connecticut, when I was like 16 years old. And when this happened, the crafts thing happened, the wood chipper, uh, there was a guy who came into the restaurant selling t shirts with a guy with his arm around a wood chipper said divorce Connecticut style. So <laughs> That's fucking good too. Pretty man. sick shit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of bummed I didn't buy one cause that would have been a good keepsake. Yeah. So uh, pretty, pretty sick, but twisted and, you know, right. obviously right up our alley. So uh, we got, uh, one, we got a good show uh, this time. We got uh, Alfred Packer, the uh, cannibal yeah, from the 1800s. from Colorado in the 1800s. Got the guys from Chalk sitting in here. That's right. Yo! <laughs> we got our we got our first uh, band in here, live band playing, hanging out with us. Uh, uh, not jamming, unfortunately, but sitting here hanging out. One day, yeah, One day, no, one day we can do a little live song one time. Yeah, real if quick. we <laughs> if we got some furniture out of here, Fucking this a. room could totally handle it. So. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> so this should be a lot of fun with these guys in here with us. And uh, we're going to do some other uh, metal news and then the mayhem the segment. Mayhem. We got crazy Mike Lanham up in here telling us some freaking oh, sexual deviant stories about this guy that yeah. fucked me. Couch fucker is Couch the story. Fucker. And it's it's to die for. So you guys are going to totally <laughs> love it. And uh, we'll spread out. We had crazy Mike telling us some different stories, recorded them all. And we'll spread them out over a few episodes, right. but uh, we might do something special with the entire thing. But uh, we'll see because he did some funny outtakes. Yeah, he did that I recorded yeah. too. So a lot of good stuff there. So yeah. Anyway, so I think we get started. Uh, have a killer show. Have a good time. Fuck yeah. Uh, 
Alfred Packer. Oh, dude. Oh, wait. Sorry, Alfred Packer. Well, that's that's <laughs> funny you say that because, yeah, we're talking about Alfred or Alfred, depending on which uh, source you're reading. That was uh, an interesting part of this story. But we know Alfred Packer as the cannibal from Colorado. Yeah. Uh, from the yeah, 1800s. 1800s. We're going to get into all that, but it is definitely an interesting oddity about this where his name. The guy that went to prison for murder and. Well, actually, he went to jail for manslaughter, but ended up being a legend. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that weird? It's really a weird story, so we're kind of looking forward to, uh, to doing this one. But uh, in the winter of 1873. A group of six uh, prospectors were looking for gold in, in the Colorado Rockies. They were snowed in, and a month later, when the snow finally melted, only one was still alive. Um, it was by himself. Yeah, it was Alfred Packer, and uh, after the cannibalized remains of his companions were discovered, he vanished for nine years, becoming the West's most wanted man, known as Maneater. And he would finally be brought to court in what would be the trial of the century at that time. Right. So, so yeah. So that's so, Alfred Packer, like, yeah. in a nutshell. But, yeah, he fucking... Yeah, going so... He's a guy that uh, lied a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he was definitely a liar. And I know that most of the people that worked with him just couldn't stand him. He was just a total right. ass. He was lying really all the time. Really uh, sneaky, um, just, you know, nobody wants to work with anybody like right. that, obviously. But uh, he was born in 1842 in Pennsylvania. He served in the in the Union Army during the Civil War. And then he got discharged because he had severe ep- epilepsy. Yeah, he so, got medically discharged, but yeah, he had really bad epilepsy. Yeah, and it was like major, like grand mal seizure type stuff. You know, right, bad. yeah, super bad ep- epilepsy. Yeah, so he kind of bounced around for several years doing mining. Didn't he join the Army twice and get discharged twice? He, he did. Yeah, that's funny you say that. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, he did go in twice, and I'm not quite sure how that worked. If Well, obviously, that was long before any sort of computerized anything. Right, like he false documents like Alfred, Alfred. Like. Right, yeah, they probably had no idea. By the time it caught up to him, it was probably too late. But too yeah, late. I think you're right. He did, he did do two sure terms. pretty sure he did two and got discharged both because of his epilepsy because it was that bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But he was doing mining jobs, just kind of bouncing around. Um, and then he joined that group of uh, 21 from Utah. From Utah. The ones that were trying to get to Colorado for gold. Yeah, there was a big gold bust going on that time. Everybody was going out there. Yeah, and it was a big deal, obviously. And so he didn't have any money, though. Um, and he wanted to hook up with these guys and go with them. So he lied and said he was he could be their guide. He, yeah, he said he knew the terrain. I can be your guide. I'll take you wherever. Yeah. He had no idea where he was going. He just wanted to go find gold. Exactly. Yeah. He, he didn't know the area at all. And, and it wasn't too long before they realized that they fucked up because they let him on for nothing. Instead of having to pay to be on this expedition, his fee was covered supposedly by his skills of the terrain. But when they realized that he was full of shit and he didn't know the area, nobody wanted him. Yeah. They didn't want him around at all. Starting to shoot him. They told him to leave. Right. And I can't remember the guy's name, but threatened to shoot him if he oh, followed yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. They were not liking him at all. At all. He was a dick. 
Yeah, for sure. And, you know, uh, if they would have known he was going to eat them, then maybe uh, they might have been nicer to him. I don't know. <laughs> but, hey, look, man, I'll tell you what. I'll let you go if you promise not to kill and eat me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But what they did, you know, they're on this expedition to Colorado. They get to Colorado. They run into that Indian chief, Ure. Yeah, from the Ute tribe. Yeah, and he was known as a friend of the white man. That was like his title, so to speak. Uh, He was in Montrose, Colorado. And he was totally cool, man. He was like, hey, the winter's really bad. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, you guys can chill. You guys can stay here, which, you know, awfully nice of him, you know, to try to you know, keep the peace, so to yeah. speak. And, and, and a bunch of them, you know, took them up on the offer and, and were grateful was, that they had somewhere to bunker down because right? it was like a really fucking bad winter. You know? They said the snow, like, most of the time was like, not most of the time, but a lot of the time was like like three feet or like up to their chest and stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were like seriously covered up in snow. I mean, yeah, it was like really bad. Ridiculous. So, yeah, they was just not able to really do anything, but... What happened was that some of the guys got kind of uh, restless, you know, just wanted to try to their best to make it to where they were going to be mining. And so they, you know, stupidly, a few of them went out on their own, but then Packer hooked up with these five other guys. And that's when you were talking about where that guy was going to shoot him. I think it was from one of those other groups. and. He was going to go with them, and this dude was like, uh, fuck no. No, you're not. I'm going to shoot you once we get outside of the, yeah, you know, whatever territory they were in, where the Indian was watching over them. But once we get out of that, I'm going to shoot your ass. So he it's Packer like, went back, like, and I then he hooked I'm up. I'm not going to go with you, because yeah. I'm, I'm trying to kill you people, not you kill me. Exactly. What the fuck, I'm hungry. <laughs> so he winds up hooking up with these other five bastards. And he goes with them. And so that's when things get a little a little crazy. Um, because really, I mean, there's no... I mean, what happens from this point until he shows up at the... There's no At the Indian agency, it. they call it. Nobody really knows what happened. And even Packer, as we're going to talk about, yeah. told some different stories. So six months later... Okay, so they leave... Six months later, he shows up at the Los Pinos Indian Agency. By himself. With nobody else. Just him. Looking pretty healthy. Yeah. Like, looking pretty, you know, for a guy that's supposed to have been snowed in for six months and and starving, he looked pretty fucking good. And He, He didn't look like he was starving. No, not at all. And there was a guy at that uh, agency, that Indian agency or reservation. I think they called them agencies then. Yeah, they called them basically what yeah. it was. Um, there was a guy there that was from the original group of twenty-one, and he recognized Packer. And he's like, "Where's the rest of the guys you went out? Oh, right, you went were with? shady before. What yeah. the fuck did you do? Dude? Yeah, where are these guys?" And he also noticed Packer had, I think, a watch. And he yeah, also had rifle. a knife. Or no, the, the, the he had a knife that the, the one of the other guys well, had. Too, the yeah. one that he sold, yeah. Yeah, so he had possessions of those guys. And then Packer was claiming he didn't have any money. Didn't have any money. He was going to sell what little he had. He said he sold the gun to that one general right. for like 10 bucks. Right. And then uh, next thing you know, he's out at the bar all the time 
Right. I mean, I, ten bucks is a lot of money in the eighteen hundreds, but right, not as much as what they say he was spending. Yeah, they were saying, uh, according to the bar, because he rented a room above a bar, and the bar owner said he spent at least a hundred bucks. And eighteen hundreds, I mean, a hundred bucks, bucks is a lot of fucking jack of money on the room, board, food, and alcohol for just a couple of days. I mean, this yeah. isn't like, you know, weeks. No, yeah, he did it all really So he fast. had money. They said he also spent 78 bucks in the general store. So people are like real suspicious of this dude because apparently one of the guys of the five, one of the five, had some money. Yeah, so yeah. They, well, the rifle that he sold for 10 bucks is supposed to be a real high... Class Winchester, I think it was. I think you're right. Yeah, and like, yeah, he supposedly had some money, and yeah, all of a sudden he's out, sells it for ten dollars, and he's living like he's fucking goddamn Ice Cube or something. <laughs> and even the bar owner said he was talking to him about something he wanted to do in the bar, and and he offered, offered him three hundred dollars. Yeah, offered a loan three hundred dollars. So it's like this guy had some cash, and nobody knew where the hell he was getting right. it from. That they had a lot of suspicions. That maybe he was the one that, you know, planned the whole thing so he could so kill he, them and take their money and, and, and possessions go and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, uh, God damn it. I wish I could remember their names. I'm terrible at names. Freaking, uh, the one guy, what the fuck did he say? He's like, he said he had two different wallets or some shit. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the names either. I didn't write them all down. I just all right. um, basic. We're not here to get into total detail. Yeah, exactly. We're only doing an idea. a twenty-minute segment on the guy, but but yeah, the sheriff brings him in for questioning, and then that's when Packer tells his first story, which is that the oldest of the group died like ten days into the trip. And they ate him. And then he claimed the other two, or two of the others, went crazy from starving. And Bell is one of the guys who killed those Bell's two the guys. One name I know. He killed the and guy. Bell is the one that charged at Alfred when he came back to camp from doing from, something. He was uh, looking, supposedly looking, for, looking food. for game, something to shoot to kill. Right. Whatever. And he came back, and he claims Bell was, like, over the two bodies and, like, cannibalizing them and... And then when and Packer came to the he camp, he charged at shit. him, and he and he, they had an altercation, and he killed him. He shot him. He shot him, yeah. And, and so, supposedly hit him with the hatchet. Yeah. And so that was his first story. That's what he said. And so people were just very suspicious of it. Um, seemed like it, it was just fishy. And then, like, wasn't the next story when he said they were walking through the snow and his feet froze and they left him? Right. That's the that's the second story. Yeah. Um, so they, they wound up, you know, there were people obviously against him. Most of the people were against him because it's fucking cannibalism. Yeah, he, but then there were some people that actually supported him. And, and what the argument, and I, you know, obviously. starving. Yeah. I mean, that's what they said is the guy was, if he was really starving, you know, obviously the human body is going to do whatever it's got to do to survive. Your head's just going to be like, look, you got all this meat here frozen in this snow. Right. Eat that shit, dude. Exactly. I mean, Cook as, it up, as horrible it as it sounds, I mean, like, what else was he supposed to do is the argument right. made for his support. And, of course, you know, I see some 
obviously there's something to that because I mean you hear I about this can't shit. Can't say I wouldn't fucking do it. Well, Sorry, yeah, the, if you, dude, if you died, if I was straight as I would be dude, like, well, I'm cutting some shit off and cooking dude, that. Dude, I'd fuck. be like going to fucking Golden Corral <laughs> on me, man. as big as I am. Man. It'd be some good eating shit, yeah. But uh, but yeah, you know the Donner Party. I mean, this shit has happened before, obviously. Right. You know? That was that uh, airplane. Uh, yeah, those uh, those soccer, soccer players, players and yeah. a few of them were alive. Like, and, you do what you got to do. Yeah, man. I mean, eat. it's fucked up, but, you know, so that was the argument for him. But most people, of course, were hating on him because, you know, he, uh, um, you know, obviously cannibalized yeah, the other guys. Not and that. they questioned that he actually Rabbit. killed them all and not... They didn't believe his story. Yeah, they didn't believe that Bell killed everybody and he self-protected himself. He, they think that... Well, also on the fact that they took he took their possessions and they didn't like that either. Right, right. And you almost can't really if if the story was what he claimed, then I mean, what else is he supposed to do? I mean, why would you, you leave survive. the shit behind? Yeah, it's dumb. Survive. So I kind of get his argument there, one hundred percent. But you know, like you said, people just didn't like the whole thing. You know, just a lot of it. I think was him. You know, and the fact that people just didn't like the guy. You know, right. so. He was just he was a hard a guy weird, to like. And, yeah, he's already a weird dude. Yeah, and so he gets sentenced to death in 1883, uh, supposed to be killed by hanging. But then he, he appeals it. He reach, They retry him, and he gets 40, a sentence of 40 years. Five years for each body. Right, and they charge him with manslaughter, so they're not going to kill him. And there was this journalist, this female, uh, Polly Pry. Yeah, I couldn't remember her name. Yeah, and she took up the cause like hardcore. I mean, she was like writing articles in the paper and like really just shouting from the rooftops that this guy needs to be like let go. He's already... He did his time for what you think you did. Right. And so she was a big supporter of his. um, And, you know, and then, of course... Then he comes up with, I think, a third version of the story. Again, he was all over the place with these stories, but he claimed that when he ate the meat, the the the, the, the human, human flesh, meat, yeah. that it made him sick and he didn't like doing it and this and that. But then previously, he was quoted as saying, "Oh, God. the sweetest meat he had ever eaten was from the human breast. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of well, hard to, you know, like... How do you deny your... How do you deny that? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucked up to back away from that. I right? mean, you know, you've like, already well, said, you like, already publicly said that, that, you know. So, I don't know. Like I said, the dude was very, very controversial. Um, a lot of people were, you know, for and against. And, and it just went on and on. And, you know, it was at the time, the trial of the century. I oh, mean, it 100%. was huge. You know, it was. And, like nobody had heard of that shit before. Right. And, you know, just to put this in context, I was just listening to something and watched a documentary about the OK Corral. So this would have been right around that right. same time. So if people are trying to visualize, like, when did this happen? This would have been at the same time as, you know, Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday and the OK Corral and all that going on, obviously, in Arizona. But this is in uh, Colorado, but nonetheless, that would have been the same, same time. time. Area, so yeah. kind of interesting and, and not too far away from the uh, Jack the Ripper murders either. So that would have also been roughly around this time as well. Yeah, that so, time era. so, you know, that's, that's what we're talking about. So it's, 
you know, at that time, this would have been big news. And obviously, and the Jack the Ripper and the uh, and the other uh, story would have overshadowed this one. And I think that's why a lot of people don't know who he is, right? Because it is it yeah, was kind of overshadowed by. I didn't the know, big stories of the day. I didn't know who he was till you said something about it. I was like, "Oh shit!" And then as I was reading, I told like I told you, fucking, I listened to that damn CW call song called "Back for More," and it's about fucking Albert Becker. I'm like, "Holy exactly. fucking shit, dude!" Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> there was a few of them. But uh, what was funny was in 1968, uh, some students at the University of Colorado named their cafeteria the Alfred Packer Memorial Grill. Yeah. And actually had a burger known as the El Cannibal. So <laughs> that's pretty fucked up. Is I it mean, still open? It is. It that's is. Good. But it's just called the Alfred Packer Grill now. And right. they spell it Alfred. Alfred. Like you were saying yeah, at okay. the beginning. So pretty so crazy. Like, if you're ever over at the University of Colorado, you can go you have go a hell cannibal burger. <laughs> I mean, if we ever take the show on the road, dude, we got to go. Oh, definitely. I mean, definitely. Got to go eat the El cannibal. But, and weed's uh, legal there, so fuck yeah. <laughs> and there's a map on the wall, apparently, that shows uh, the trail, the, the path that Packer took. Oh, I as he did it. Show the campsites and shit. Yeah, it shows the different places he went and stuff. And then there's a big slogan on the wall. That says, have a friend for lunch. (laughs) So, yeah, we got to go to this place. That sounds like a good time. Fucking, uh, never mind, I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. And uh, in 89 and 94, they did some investigations. You know, the the people that just didn't want to, you know, let this thing remain a mystery. Right. um, Did some more investigation of the body, of the bones and stuff. Yeah. And they found that Packer's story, actually, they think, is correct. Based on the angle of the bullets, it it gets pretty detailed. I didn't go through the whole thing. The first guy, Star, I think his name was, didn't he say that his story was a lie? And then there was a second guy that did it. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. But that's, you know, it's, it's a very confusing story because, like I said, you get all these people involved. Yeah. The retrial. And then uh, even when he was in, after they found, gave him the 40 years, it was still going through. I mean, this thing got really brought through the media. And, and here, all these years later, they reexamined it. And then again in 2000, they did it again. But basically, the it long and like short he's... of it is there's nothing conclusive. But they do think that Packer and his story story was was actually seems like it was pretty legit. So who knows? Uh, Definitely. And he didn't even do the full 40 years. He did like 17. Right. And then they eventually let him out. Yeah. And then he became this legend. He like everybody loved him. The kids come talk to him about about his uh fucking stories out in the wilderness and give the kids all candy, which it seemed kind of weird. I <laughs> yeah. mean, you're letting the kid just run around with, with this, this cannibal dude that guy. just fucking <laughs> got out of prison for eating people and right, shit. Right, right. Like, I'm looking at my kid and be like, no, you come the fuck <laughs> over here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I know we uh, we like to talk about what we use to research yeah, the yeah. episode, and I read, uh, and you... I did the audio Did the audio book of Maneater by Harold Schechter, and Harold writes... All kinds of true awesome crime. true crime stuff. I mean, hands down, 
to me, one of the best that's out yeah. there. So if you dig true crime, Harold Schechter, anything he's written is fantastic. But Fuck this yeah. book was good. It was definitely interesting because it kept me going through the whole thing. Um, but it was, like I said, really yeah, confusing with all the different players and, you know, these kind of stories. All take, kinds of politicians in there a lot. Yeah, it, you know, because people were, you know, like most politicians trying to get votes and, yeah, and play into one side or the other. Well, that's one, another part about it, too. They, all the guys that he's like. All the other five guys that were with him that he ate or whatever, right? Fucking, they were all Democrats, so they were they were all Democrats, so they were trying to say he was trying to work for the Republican Party. Oh, or I hadn't shit. heard, I hadn't heard that, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it because, like I said, everything seemed like it, you know, was brought up in this right. in this whole thing. Um, but I also, you know, watched a couple of documentaries. They weren't that good. Uh, there is a movie called Devoured. I started watching that. That's based on night. it, but it's pretty hokey. I wasn't really <laughs> yeah, into it. I, I, and I, then, did you see the the uh, Cannibal the, the musical? musical? I haven't watched it, but Trey I saw Parker it. and Matt Stone did it oh as my students <laughs> at the University of Colorado. Yeah, I, I know that's out there. I want. I haven't watched yeah. it, but I'm kind of curious. I watched some out. clips from it, and it's pretty goddamn funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was before, of course, South Park. So. Um, that was like their, you know, their first thing and they right. were students. So, so that's pretty funny. Then like you had mentioned, um, the song that you were talking about was that CG call. Okay. Yeah. And what was the name of that song? He Coming wrote? back for more. Right. And it's, they're all talking about Alfred Packer's cafe and whatnot. And like, it's basically not more like, uh, how are Packard's buried is more haunted. They think it's haunted by his, uh ghost or whatever oh but it's kind of funny as well it's yeah funny. yeah i think i read that it was more humorous there's yeah. another one like that by phil oaks the ballad of alfred packer uh which is also kind of funny yeah i listened to a little bit of it and Cobb did a song yeah they did uh called in the mountains yeah about it's him. on their campfire stories album yeah and yeah. cannibal corpses uh eaten back in, to life album, was dedicated yes, to packer yeah, yeah I knew as that the too. first american Fuck cannibal yeah. so <laughs> that's pretty badass yeah so. I, re- I remember that too Fuck yeah so he got some mileage out of it like i said man uh you know a lot of people it became a legend for yeah, people man Fuck. it's just crazy so uh that's fucking crazy. So shit. yeah, so I would uh, you know not want to be going camping with a guy like that. That's no, for sure. ma'am. So uh, so anyway, I think uh, I think we yeah, covered this one pretty good. I think Any? we did all right. You guys put some put some work in yourself, do some due diligence, and get like because it's very interesting, man. Yeah, yeah. You could check it out online and uh, read that book by Harold Schechter and Man Eater, uh, Legend of an American Cannibal. This is a public service announcement from your friends at the Poser Disposal Service. Since the price of gold has shot up through the roof, we are now accepting the severed heads of posers if they have any gold fillings. We will pay top dollar for the poser heads that fit this description. For every third head you bring to any one of our local poser recycling centers, we'll throw in a free sham wow. This has been a public service announcement from your local chapter of the Poser Disposal Service. We're going to uh, have to keep 
track of the that's what she said, I think, with these guys. we got Chalk uh, in the house uh, yes. doing, a, doing an interview on uh, Murder Metal Mayhem. So uh, thanks for coming in, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Guys. Awesome. Fuck yeah. so honored to be here, man. Fuck Thank yeah. you. She's awesome. awesome. Yeah, we, uh, we've we been uh, only two shows. This is number three, so you guys oh, are in shit. this one. So You guys so, are virgins part of on this history. shit. That's right. That's right. And so, uh, yeah, we wanted to do, we've been trying to support the local metal stuff as much as we can. Chris and I, when we do this segment, we've been trying to plug. We talked about the last episode, talked the about shows, because it was suck because that about. first episode came out too late. To be able to talk to about before. The show. Yeah, we oh, that's okay. So yeah. by the time we did it, it was already passed. But we <coughs> talked about it, reviewed it, yeah. talked a lot about you guys you know, all the bands. Thank, Thank you. Band. Thank you. Guys. Cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It. So, um, so yeah. So we're trying to support the local stuff, and of course, uh, you guys know. Uh, you know, when I was doing heavy core, that was like the whole core till death, baby. The whole basis of it all. So really trying to drag up some of the core stuff um you know even the bumper music we've been playing between the segments or yeah. bands that were on the heavy core comps it's uh, like to keep the local scene in our yeah. fucking heart yeah, yeah. Appreciate yeah. Love that local scene. my first ever show ever that i played ever period was with you oh nice that's a metal church nice no 12 nice. like devil's pie and stuff fuck yeah dude. we weren't even like the band name wasn't even the same at that point. It was, it was really early. Like I think we did a cover of like Pantera. Oh, nice! And I don't ever. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like looking back. It's like fuck. Right By the way, ladies and gentlemen, that's Chet Ryder you hey, you're talking on? right there. What's up, Chet? How you doing, doing good, man. How you doing? That last episode, his mustache is still curled. It's yeah, always. Yeah, always we're Ollie fingers over here. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about baby. But uh, but anyway, you guys have an interesting name. I mean, when people hear the word chalk, they typically wouldn't at least I wouldn't think metal band. You know, a lot of metal bands have these like real obvious, like we were talking about last week with Crotch Ripper. <coughs> I don't think there's yeah. a whole lot to really you know wonder. Yeah, they probably play gospel music, <laughs> right? But Chalk is an interesting name, so I thought I wanted to ask you guys. This is like one of the biggest you know, questions we always get. What's yeah, the deal with the name? name? Yeah, so, yeah, what's the, uh, the sweet and condensed version? Well, I would like Pete to answer this one um, if you could, because I got well, a different answer than he does. So, long story short, like we're sitting in a basement, and honestly, I had come from Texas, and I didn't want to do music anymore. I was in a band called Covet the Creature in Texas. And then Which somehow, badass. I've heard a lot. Oh yeah, very bad. Like, I badass. ended up uh, and Chase, that's in this band, also moved from Say Texas. Hi, hi, how's it going? Come to be in this band with me uh, here in Illinois from Texas. But long story short, I had seen all these bands and they had the big tree logos and everything, and I love that. <laughs> But you can't read what they say, right. and I want to do something totally different. And I was looking at a, a box of chalk, <clears> and I thought, how metal was it with fucking chalk? You know what I mean? You give these kids crushed up bones and shit. Now, talc, <laughs> talc is not talc anymore. It's it's chalk, you know, right. pre-manufactured chalk. But back in the day, talc was ground up bones and things of such <laughs> calcium he's just like you're just giving your kids bones yeah you're just giving your kids colored bones to fucking play with nice. like, hey shut up here's some fucking bones <laughs> what's more metal than that you know that's what I mean like, yeah metal, that dude. is pretty and so like so we named the band Talk right bones. and I had a buddy of mine like literally not even three or four days later and send me a video or not a video but a message and said hey man I had a 
dream. Your band name, uh, Chalk. Cynical Hymns of a Lonely Killer. Oh, okay? shit. That's and so that's nice, the man. acronym for Chalk is Cynical Hymns of a Lonely Killer. Because, oh, nice. you know, we all feel a little lonely at the times. And, you know, we all feel like killing the motherfuckers. So we're all learning something new today. You know, one of, one of my favorite things about, you know, the, the logo and everything is that, you know, when you go stick it on a flyer, dude, I mean, it sticks Word. out, man. Oh, and yeah, it totally. It sticks out. And yeah. when people see it and we don't know them, you know, we go into Chicago, you know, we go to Joliet, we do all these things, dude, like, it's going to pop off that flyer. You're going to be like, who the f- is Chalk? Right. And a bunch of logos you can't read. You got a one logo you can't read. goddamn shit you want to cuss. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I did bleep myself, dude. Yeah, that was nice. That was the thing with Low 12, you know, was our logo was re very easily readable and I never could understand the bands that make these logos that like you said look like a bunch of sticks and it's like see I'm not hating on that yeah exactly I'm not either totally no but I'm just saying that I always thought it seemed silly right because I want to be able to see it you know like Cannibal Corpse you could read that you know right so there's not all of them do it but a lot of them do if you go back in the back of the day Pantera straight ass Basic ass block lettering, dude. Right. Like some flames, maybe. You know, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a fan do... for the simple logos too. I love it, dude. We I love the name. Yeah. The name. Yeah. The name. So, it, it's worked for us. And honestly, dude, once it clicked, and um, you know, we, we did some you know rendering on the the logo a little bit, and uh, it just it just looks so good, and everybody loves it, and cool. I, we just stuck with it. You know, that's cool. That's so like, uh, uh, Mike's playing bass for the moment right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, the base <laughs> story. Oh, no, man. we don't got to get into the whole story. Okay. Just, no, cool. But you guys are planning on doing three guitars, though? Um, we originally want to do we want to do the three I guitars. I want to do three guitars uh, so bad. Chet Ryder is so a huge bad. Iron Maiden fan. And, <laughs> Dude, uh, like, there's so many there's Yeah, so but, many but the one guy in Iron Maiden do. just like throws his fucking guitar up in the air. That's <laughs> cool. And that's that cool. I went and like, seen him, and it was fucking ridiculous. Okay, like, like, it's your new job. That's so cool, yeah. though. Like, I'm still like, yeah, I want to see that thing. He doesn't do shit, but like, that, All right. that guitar flip. I'm dope, not dissing like, on the three guitars. I'm just yeah, saying no, no. that is an example. Well, one of yeah. the, one I wouldn't of the, use that. Yeah. Like, that is an prancing, example. Exactly. Throwing his guitar. In well, here. you got yeah, do fucking White Chapel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you guys you wouldn't think that they had three guitars, but they fucking do. The whole layering aspect of that is so dynamic. It's so fucking useful. Well, the fact that you play, Pete, you play off, you know, crazy style. Like, you know, they were talking last week that you were a, you were a shredder. You were a monster, you know. Chase has a whole different style to what he does. And Mike yes, Simeone does. has another thrash style to him. Right. And when you put them all three together, dude, it sounds great, sounds dude. Yeah, oh, my God. You guys should hear it from so the basement useful. sometime. I know? just like you know? the whole idea that, like, sounds every great. time there's a new song, like, from any of the three... It's gonna be different because every person right. has their own style of writing. So like that creativity is, is like, hey man, here's like a bunch of new stuff all the time. Well, so like, back, you know, and that's so yeah, good. and it never gets nasty. And then that's we wrote and a song I, called "Keep and It I, Fresh." And I don't get bored. It's so nice, right? Like, well, so back to the you know so Mike Simeone playing bass right now. Like, <clears> he he kind of is deciding that you know he needs to you know fill in that gap that we need. And he's a very talented man. That man, any any instrument he puts in his hands. He can absolutely. Yeah, he had skin flute a couple times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah he nah. sucked seven or nine dicks. You know. And I'm gonna tell you this right now, like, dude, literally, we had a show on Sunday. He picked up the bass on that Wednesday prior, yep. and yeah. shredded yeah. the show. Just yep. shredded the no, show. Dude. No issues at all. None. And he was 100 professional. I didn't even know he was actually gonna play bass at That's the shows. I literally had no idea. It was one of those things <laughs> where, like, it just kind of was like. 
Alright, that's cool. Yeah. So how Whatever. would you guys, uh, like if somebody was to ask you what's your style, or info, <laughs> you know, what, what would you summarize it as? Uh, We're all over the map. Literally, we have a person that's... How old are you, Chase? No offense. Huh? How old are you? I'm 25. 25. Holy crap, I'm nothing 30... That's awesome. Seven. Seven. It's 37, right? I don't like admitting that. Okay, <laughs> but we have people all over the map in the band, so we have every genre of music in our band. So we're I not just... I grew up with Max Cavalera, Phil yeah. Ensemble, you know, like... We're not gent. We're not just regular like, death metal. We're not... We're every style of metal. And that's the whole point of it, is because we want to pull in every type of person. You know what I mean? There's the 80s metal aspects. There's the thrash. There's a little bit of everything. So that's the point, is like... Everybody can coincide with each other. You know, that was the whole point of doing chalk. No, in I general. think that's good. I think that's good. Also, I mean, Phil Collins. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Phil Collins. Basically, we listen to everything <laughs> from Cable Corpse. You with the Limp Biscuit thing, dude. I mean, oh, my true. Jesus. <laughs> I like the backward tats. Hey, know? man. Hey, I, I, was, I was 15, too, dude. You know, you I know, know. listen to corn. I loved that. And I, as if I should God. talk, having done uh, in the club uh, karaoke. I wish Amazing. So, anyway. Wait till you guys hear that. Wait till the end of this episode. You Didn't you jam with Max Slider or some <laughs> shit? <laughs> no. Oh, you weren't no. in that band? No, I was not. Oh, Bobby, but I, I love to fucking um, post that video for Russell Sandwich or whatever. <laughs> with the dirt bikes. So fucking ridiculous, man. Hey, man, I'll We're going to hell. So, <laughs> you, you did a cover of that song and you made it awesome, whereas Limp Biscuit did a cover of The Who and like just destroyed oh, yeah. everybody's hopes and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> and no, one I'm going to get crapped off. You know, I'm going to get a $3 <laughs> bill. Man, Yeah, $3 bill, y'all, was actually like a pivotal album. Two albums are fun as shit, man. Fucking what is that? like? I shred because of Westmore. But at the same time, you know, there's always, you know, Slayer, Lamb of God, White Chapel. How's it been since you came to Illinois and started playing with these guys? Oh, it's been tight as fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm really enjoying it, man. Just It's more than a band, man. These guys are like family to me. It, it's all just, family, yeah. Bullet Club, it's baby. It's Bullet Club for life, man. Just me. Oh, so much just But yeah, man, it's, it's been fucking awesome. I've been enjoying myself a whole lot. Um... I'm really freezing excited. your ass off up here yeah, from Texas. Up here. <laughs> <laughs> you see my first two weeks because we kept oh, getting oh, snow. Oh, I, I was going to get to that. Yeah, I've been freezing my ass off. <laughs> it snowed like 10 inches Like when I first got here. That's the most snow I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah, oh, you're I'm like sure. the palest fucking Texan I've ever actually, seen in my fucking life. Did you yeah. like live under a, like a fucking mossy rock or something? You're like very pale. Oh, I know. I do. For a I, Texan, right, I, Pete? I, I, I like staying indoors. Right. I guess. He plays guitar all goddamn <laughs> day. I guess. He's, I guess. He's fucking wearing sunglasses right now on this podcast. <laughs> and it's And it's nighttime. Like, I have a headache and I'm looking at a light bulb. None of that makes sense. So, uh, Actually, so you guys told- get some shows coming up, Bob, you were saying. Uh, we've got a ton of stuff set up this year. Um, we're working on uh, the next step up for us is we're back at the rail. Uh, uh, on the 18th, May 18th. Uh, oh God, the West Farmington. I don't know. It's like 27 something West Farmington, I think. In Peoria. Yeah, Peoria. Rail yeah. 2. Um, you know, we played there on Sunday. Uh, we're playing back there on May 18th upon a broken throne. Uh, they're going on a tour with, oh my God, I'm going to fuck this up. Uh, it's, it's something Elijah. 
Oh my god, I'm gonna fuck that up. The tail? Okay, there, whatever. Something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck Sorry. that up. Sorry. So, is this a show we're playing at? Um, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we'll it's a bunch, bunch of bands. Yeah, there's, there's some guys. I'll be out there. So, check out Upon a Broken Yeah. If you get a chance, check out Upon a Broken Throne. They're badass. One of our brother bands. Yeah, we mentioned them in the last episode. Yeah. And the guy you talked to, their drummer, is Dalton, by the way. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah, very cool guy. Awesome guy. Yeah, they were all really cool. And last, actually, Sunday, dude, we played with so many bands on Sunday, dude. It was absolutely fantastic every band just killed it tore it up um, and I was quite impressed with the lineup um, and that was also at the rail right yeah, yeah. yeah at the rail again um, that's cool what about you know, Ford shows we, no well, I'm getting you're, <laughs> you're fine uh, June, June 9th is a big one for us in Chalk um, June 9th is at the Forge um, it's a local showcase there's about 12 to 13 bands playing that's in I, Joliet yeah, too yeah, yeah Joliet yeah, it's the old Mojo's right, yeah. right. So yeah, yeah, it's a great venue the place is so rad it's killer yeah. um, and we need to get some people there we need some heads there um, we uh, the first time we played there was back in March it was like March 4th and they loved us uh, but we need to get you know, we get the get people showing up out there. Well, June 9th, you said? Yeah. So, yeah, we get, uh, hopefully, you know, our listeners can spread the word. And, of course, that's why we wanted to have you guys on here was to talk about what you got going on. So, yeah. obviously, that's a big show. The Forge yeah. is a great venue. I saw Exodus and uh, an obituary there not too long ago. Me and Cradle of Filth just played there. Car yeah, it's Fans, killer. It's White killer. Chapel, saw Fate's Warning. So there's a lot of, fresh. <laughs> 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 lot of really good there. bands. Yeah. So that's a great yeah. venue for you guys. So and that's then, really um, cool. If I'm not busy, I'd like to tag along please. with you. Oh, awesome. Dude, we got rides for days. Yeah, and if anybody wants to go, we always have rides. Always rides, man. We always have extra room because we go like... 20 to 16 deep every time. That's ridiculous. <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much after that, we're, uh, we're going to do some uh, family stuff at, at the 4th of July in uh, Athens. Um, cool. Anybody's welcome to come there. Everybody's yeah, welcome. Athens, Athens, Illinois. Athens. When Athens I moved so here to fun. Illinois, it was so fucking funny. I don't know if you've noticed this yet, um, but they have all these fucking town names from like Famous places, right? But what? they fucking mispronounce them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Saint Joe's, Athens, Athens. What bro. the fuck is the deal with that? I'm gonna go what there the to fuck? Fuck? I thought you, you lived in Fancy Prairie, though. I Dude, that, town, that town, that's fucking, that's a real town, now. Right, oh now, right next to Athens. Yep. I had to go there for work. I'm like, like, what the fuck? Who the fuck lives in Fancy Fancy Prairie? Prairie, Right? Could you imagine calling your dad? Hey, Dad, I just moved. Here's my address. (laughs) I live in Fancy Prairie. I shit you not, though. Like Athens is where there's so many metal fans out there, and they have no venues and shit for it. Like Athens, Springfield area. But every time we play out there, we literally gain like ten to twenty fans. Right off the rip. Real oh, quick, is this the place that has the fucking movie theater that's down the way from it? That oh, like no, no, go. Oh damn! Ah. I was about to okay. No, eight He's a white chick. I love the South Side. All right, like no, sorry, like oh. hey man, you Ethan's uh, where he plays Halloween shows. Oh shit! I messed up. <laughs> so, so other than that, you guys are doing some recording or going to be recording, or what's the deal with the? Recording? Well, right now, like um, the main thing with us right now is going to be the shows. So we've got a lot of like the the show stuff is still going. So you know, after July, we have August third, which is going to be at the Copper Top. Okay, the Top Lounge. Um, right now, what I'm hoping to have is uh, Blood Feud, um, Gormonger, and um, Murder Complex. Murder Complex, and then we'll headline that. Um, so that's going to be August 3rd. After that, September, is Bloodshed in the Country 2. 
which I am too. freaking stoked oh my for. God, we will be so We will be talking this a lot. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was badass last year. Yeah, bloodshed. Um, awesome. We'll be talking yeah, about bloodshed in the country. Well, then after that, so we have good. we have October. We're going to do a Halloween show in Nathan's again, and then uh, shout out to Murder Complex. Sorry, hell yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. It's Gormon, yeah. Joey, baby. Yeah, shout um, out to Froggy Fresh. Froggy um, Fresh. But but then after do we yeah we gotta get in the studio. So we're, we're basically right now is trying to find a decent studio that's going to work with us, man. And um, we've had a couple, we've had a couple opportunities. We've been working on stuff, but it just never. We tried a couple times on ourselves, and it like didn't work out doing as, it as we basement. wanted to. Right, we and that it. basement recording is good and all, but like it doesn't, it doesn't actually emulate our sound. You know, like, yeah, it's really hard to do. I know uh, we got to have. It we program. did a few low twelve albums our, ourselves, and they were just so difficult to do. Yeah, and, yeah. and make it sound right. You know, and it gets frustrating wanna, between. It's hard to capture that, that raw. Thing. Yeah. Intensity in a recording that you're playing to click tracks and stuff. Sure. It's just—it's that true. testament of band to friendship where it's just like, dude, like recording is fucking so awful. It's like, see, it's I like, like recording. Like, I, like, I, I love no, myself. No, hear me out. Hear me out. I enjoy it. I love it. It's really fun. And it's, like as you progress, it's great. But there's those little moments where it's just like, like you just want to blow things up. Right. Well, really, for a you know drummer, like, I, for you as a drummer, it's got to be a straight up pain in the ass because you got all that yeah. shit to deal with. Yeah. You're the first one. For a bass player, though, pretty easy. Just yeah, plug yeah, in. Yeah, and yeah. that's the best because yeah. it's just like, <laughs> hey man, this part sounds wrong. I'm like, probably. A lot of We tried to do it ourselves, right. and and we tried to like do it with people that that knew things, but weren't really professionally trained to the aspect that we needed them to be, and I'm like. We want to be a professional band to that aspect. We want to be to where people can actually hear what we're playing. Right. And so, like, in general, we want we want a good sound, you know, and, and, and not saying that anybody couldn't do that. It's just we wanted people to be able to do it to that professional level that we wanted to hold ourselves to. It's also about another, it's like a tattoo thing, you know, you're going to pay for what you get. Yeah. Um, so you got to... You know, when you if you if what we want, we have to go in and spend some money. Yeah. So you know, and everybody's got families, man, and everybody's fighting. Um, so we yeah, it's hopefully not easy. yeah yeah. Um, uh, we're praying that eventually. I'm hoping that once everything starts to slow down with us, do we get in the studio? We cut the whole damn album and have that ready for everybody. And we get asked on shows literally every day. That's awesome. Literally every day. That's awesome. And, and it feels good in that aspect because, like I said, when I moved here, I didn't think I was going to be doing this again. Right. And then all of a sudden, here we are, you know, every damn day getting asked almost about two shows. years later. Yeah, yeah a year, year, year when, and a half. When we well, got, I've been here almost three years in August. When we got together, dude, at that point, I hadn't even played any shows in like five, six years. Same. Which, like, looking back is fucking crazy. About yeah. a month ago was my first show in almost three years. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I didn't okay. stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was your first show in like three years, really? Yeah. 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 No, yeah, yeah, it takes a little bit to get blow the rust off. Yeah. And, uh, but that's really cool, man. I'm glad you guys uh, came in and talked about uh, what's going on with Chalk. What is the uh, best way for people to hit you up on Facebook? Uh, it's always Facebook as of right now. Um, and, you know, if you want to get a hold of me, that's definitely fine. Clyde Craven. Um, okay. You know, on Facebook. Uh, it's definitely awesome. Please get a hold of us, you know. Yeah. So. Very cool. Yeah, you guys can check them out on Facebook. I posted a link to it on our Facebook page. I'll Thank do you. that again. Uh, so you guys can go and check them out and uh, Bloomington, got Illinois. Them dates again? Oh yeah, it's always Bloomington. So, so you yeah. got them show dates again? Yeah. All right. So we have uh, May 18th is next up. It's the Rail Two. After Peoria. that is June 9th, 
in uh, The Forge in Joliet. After that, it's going to be um, July 4th um, in Athens. After that, we have August 3rd at the Copper Top in Bloomington. After that, Bloodshed in the Country, too, baby. Nice. And October nice. 31st in Athens, too. And there's A Haunted House by Lucid Nightmare Productions. There you go. Thank you. And I'm, I really want you guys to check out this production company because they do Savage. a lot of like horror movie stuff. Cool. And... and, 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 cool. and, and well, maybe Pictures. we'll have you guys in before that yeah. one, and Check we can it out. talk about that. Oh, yeah, God, I hope so. That's a decent actually, amount of time. Yeah, so, <laughs> think, so, what you guys should do is actually maybe live broadcast. Mom, can I have some ice cream, please? Summer's almost here. We all need a refreshing cold treat on those blazing hot summer days. Everyone loves Packers People Pops, a hearty treat when ice cream cone just don't cut it. Uh, Mom, what's a People Pop? Try our new Skin Shake with a unique and refreshing meaty flavor. Our chocolate torso taco is a big hit with the kids. This tastes weird. Do you have any barbecue sauce? Keep your eye out for Packers People Pops this summer. Cool down and treat yourself to your fellow man. Alright, we are sitting here at the uh, Murder Metal Mayhem headquarters in Hayworth. And it is uh, Tuesday... April 17th, 2018. Hanging out here, me, Chris. I want you to know we have us a crazy, crazy motherfucker with us tonight. Exactly. Crazy Mike Lanham is here. Um, crazy Mike's been a buddy for uh, 20 years. And I've, I've known Mike about as long as, as long as I've known Pete. I've known Mike and I've seen him do some rowdy shit. <laughs> exactly. So we, uh, we knew we had to get Crazy Mike in here because... Uh, you know, we talk about the mayhem segment, Chris, and how right. you know we just like want to just really go balls out. You know, great most fucked up shit we could think of or exactly. anybody wants to talk about. Exactly. So, Mike, how you doing? Ready to talk about some crazy shit? I sure am. Fucking a man. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so I, some of the funniest stuff. I tried to kind of make a list, you know, of of the classic stories that I, I wanted him to to tell. So we could capture it. And so I've got a few here, Mike, in mind that I thought would be just amazing for you to go into some detail. And maybe the easy one to kind of start with would be uh, Couchfucker. Oh, oh, Jesus I mean, Couchfucker, I mean, <laughs> Couch this is a good one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a good one. You were just trying to help a buddy out. Right? <laughs> yeah. Was what guy, was the yeah. deal? Well, he... Uh, Don't use last names, but just first names. But, yeah, yeah, uh, no last names. <laughs> sure. But, you know, just you were trying to help somebody out, right? Yeah. He, uh, oh, he needed a place to stay, so I thought uh, we'd, uh, you know, I'd let him stay on the couch there at my place or something, and uh, so when I come out... But you my, were, But you were not... You were. This was at your folks, right? Uh, no, this is what. This is at my grandma's. Oh, <laughs> even better! Oh, this takes even a word. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, it was above, oh, dude. It was above my that grandma's. Makes it so much more wrong. She had an apartment above her house. Oh and, uh, fuck! So she just wanted somebody to stay up there, you know. Uh, she didn't even charge me to live there. I, I got to just pay like electricity and cable, and phone and stuff, and. Uh, to live up there and stuff, and <clears throat> she, uh, uh, so yeah, uh, he, he has a couch in my in my apartment. You know, I had a nice little apartment upstairs there, and uh, it had like couch cushions, you know, and in between the couch cushions, you know, uh, uh, 
my buddy John, he tell me he told me this before, you know, uh, other times he said, <laughs> Boy I got me some good tight tight couch today and I was like fuck out literal couch <laughs> yeah. I was like oh man couch this guy does couches you know <laughs> I figured out I, so he said yeah you know I uh, uh, put my penis you know in between the couch cushions and uh, you know go to town <laughs> what the fuck and, uh, next thing you know I'm shit. <laughs> I've ejaculated my stuff, you know, inside the couch. So he's telling you about this? Yeah. So what is that? Why would he tell you that? I don't know. Is he asking permission? (laughs) How much you want for me to hold your couch out, man? I mean, like, I'm just confused. I've known this, but I just, wow. And then one night I came out of my bedroom, I was like, you know, I heard something kind of loud, you know, and I'm like, did you catch his ass? Hey, what's going on out here, you know? And so... He's in there going to town on my couch, you know. <laughs> in between the kids, what you, know, you do, man? There. I was like, oh no, man, we're not doing that here, you know. <laughs> I'd be like, motherfucker, you buy me a new couch. It's it's grandma's house, too. Grandma's dude. house, oh, grandma Christ. downstairs and stuff. I'm all worried about that. Holy but, shit, that's some fucked yeah. up shit, man. Guy okay, just. Uh, Really so did he? You just like did you throw him out like right then? Like no, did he get like did you let him you finish? Know what happened, man? Uh, <laughs> how did the story end? Like really, literally, the whole, the whole really the, how the story ended was uh, one night I come home and uh, I was in my bedroom. I come, I heard a big pop. Oh, and shit. so what did you pop uh, the couch? I was like, <laughs> "What's the one what that was?" So I come running out of my bedroom and everything, and uh, all of a sudden I see it. John's pulling his penis out of a uh, blow-up towel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he was getting up on a blow-up towel. He was going to town on it, and he popped it. And uh, That's how, you know, what happened on that. Would you throw him out? So, I, finally, I said, you know, uh, this is, uh, well, what was finally enough was... Uh, this uh, continued on. Yeah, this continued on. <laughs> the couch truck. Like, Motherfucker, no. <laughs> so you the couch truck wasn't the end, couch. and he popped no. a fucking blow up doll. <laughs> like, goddamn, you're pretty time, tolerant, man. Right? <laughs> One time, me and Grandma went on vacation down to Florida. And Wait, you left the couch fucker alone at your Grandma's house? <laughs> not, luckily, not in the, in the house, but this is really wild. You wouldn't believe this. He stayed out my in my van. Uh, I had oh my god no uh, yeah no in, in the no winter way. time and uh, this was a really bad time I mean I remember it snowing real bad and uh, uh, <laughs> it was really cold out that time and uh, so uh, the guy was staying out in my cow- uh, out in out in the, the uh, van. van there and uh, a buddy of mine came by and asked him sometimes you know are you warm enough he'd say yeah you know I'm Underneath all these blankets and stuff, and oh, uh, keeps my body warm and stuff. And uh, he said, "I'm just doing a lot of uh, jacking off in there and stuff." And <laughs> <laughs> this dude oh, loves jerking, man. Yeah. This dude loves yeah. jerking. God damn. <laughs> well, what? So would you take the van immediately to the and fucking car wash? <laughs> That's just nasty, dude. Yeah. You know that dude's fucking junk God, is fucking yeah, everywhere in there. fucking any black lights in your car. Oh, <laughs> dude. Oh, that'd be awful. <laughs> oh, man. So that's how the couch trucker story. And I, I guess I never heard all that detail. Jesus so. Christ. Yeah. Wow. 
That's good stuff. Hang on. Okay. Take it I want to All right. So we got the the guys from Chalk here still and doing the mayhem segment. Still. They're still here. They <laughs> yeah. won't leave. Oh, we will not leave. leave. We're moving in. Why are they still here? And, uh, I like your house. And Pete, <laughs> Pete said that he had a good story to share. It's a little bit of mayhem. Check it out. Me and my brother... You yeah. know, we used to like yeah. do this shit. We would go on like oh well, AOL chat. Yeah, long story. Short. Don't don't don't. don't. Ah. Ah. But anyways, long story short, <laughs> we would, douche, we would get on AOL chat and, and catch bitches. It's been a while, man. That's yeah. dangerous times, hey, man. Right. Like, holy, you never know. Shit. You never know <laughs> what you're gonna get, right? Exactly. Like, so, uh, oh. but. Or we would drive around and we would see a chick, you know, and we would holler at her, right? So we're driving around one night, (laughs) and we stop at this fucking fiend, uh, what is it, it starts with an F, it's a gas station, right? Freedom? I don't know. (laughs) Sure, Freedom. But anyway, FIFA or some shit, FIFA or whatever. (laughs) Whatever, it's whatever. (laughs) The soccer world cup, yeah. Fuck it, right? It's in Texas, right? Ronaldo. So we're down there, and we stop at this gas station, she's like, hey. I've seen this bitch, right? We're gonna go hang out with her so I can fuck her. And uh, and long story short, right? We're gonna go over her house. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm bored, right? That's like, I I don't really need any bitches. I don't care about any of that bullshit, right? So like, we get there, right? And I buy three or four cases of beer, and her brother and her five friends are there. And my and I've my never drummer, heard of this, by the way, I haven't either. My drummer at the time. He's there with us, me, my drummer, and my brother, right? And uh, my drummer gets his chick, and my brother gets his chick, and so I am guess I'm the guy that runs block on the five brothers and his friends, right? <laughs> so I'm out there playing cards and shit, right? And my brother, and we got like five cases of beer that night, because I had taxes, right? I was a baller. Man, you like to say right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. right? And I was like... Dude, Dude, no one said that's what she said, though. That's what she said. And I was like... (laughs) By fucking time, you said that. Let's drink some beers, you know? And so we drank all this beer, right? And Joe is fucking super trash. He go fucks this giant fat bitch, right? (laughs) (laughs) She was fucking huge. I mean, she looked like Grimace from fucking McDonald's. Oh, dude. (laughs) Yeah, especially when she died. When she fucking died because she turned purple. This giant bitch comes out. She's done fucking him. She's like, hey. I'm like, where's my brother? She's like, he's passed out. He's trash, right? I'm like, all right, cool. Whatever. And then all of a sudden, this motherfucker walks outside. We're all playing cards, sitting at this big round table, right? Yeah. And he pulls out his penis. And I thought he was showing it to the girl, right? In front of her brother. Because his brother is sitting. Her brother is sitting next to all of his buddies. And they already had beef. One of his buddies was like one of the roided out freaks, and, and he already had beef out. with me right already. And so, like, my brother pulls out his dick, shows it to this bitch, and starts pissing on her. Oh, shit. I mean, just God. straight, straight. You know nope, I've heard this story. It's right? all coming back to me He's now. He's pissing all over. What was over. she doing? And she starts freaking out. My brother starts freaking out. I'm sure. So, like, I already told these you dudes. Think? My brother starts freaking out and doing dumb shit. Let me handle because yeah, you're sure. my fucking brother. You know what I mean? And they all start getting up trying to fight my brother. And so me and him start boxing. Bah, 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 bah. And we're destroying family fucking heirlooms in this house and shit. So I stud him up. I knock him out, right? I grab him by his pants. 
like a fucking six pack, you know, and his belt breaks and I drop him and then that roided out freak that wanted to fucking fight me already from the beginning starts trying to fight me, so I knock him out. One hit, doom, goes to sleep. And I grab my brother and I'm like, I'm taking my brother home. I go, don't what, about, what about Grimace? Grimace, she got pissed on. She had to go take a shower. She had that bad bitch. She already got a golden shower. I was just making sure Grimace was I've never seen her for the rest of the night. I'll get to the next part. But like, So like, I get my brother and I throw him in the car, right? We fucking leave. You know, because like, I done knocked my brother out. He's done sleep. We leave. We try to get home. He tries to jump out in the middle of the highway. It doesn't work out. I... Stop the car, throw him back in, we get home, everything's fine. And then we realize that we left my fucking drummer there. No! <laughs> they didn't even tell me oh, fucking oh, left. Oh, fuck, man. Alright, okay. Holy so, the better. next fucking morning, I'm back we have to yeah. fucking drive all the way back to this town, which is an hour away. Oh my god. Alright? Go get my fucking drummer! And my brother oh, had to man. apologize to all said people. And that <laughs> oh, fucking roided out fucking dipshit that I knocked out was like, dude, I can't believe I've been hit that hard. Like, dude, you had fucking giant titties. I didn't know what to do. You know what I mean? I was scared for my life, you know? So my brother had to apologize to the chick that he pissed on. We had to pay for a fucking steel guitar that we broke in half. Oh my that was God. like fucking five hundred dollars. And I was like, "Here, dude, I have a hundred. I'm sorry about your steel guitar. It's been in your family for thirty years." You know? <laughs> um, but my brother ended up, you know, like apologizing, oh, and everything was good. And then my drummer was fucking the girl that he was fucking for like months afterwards. So See, it, was, it all worked out. It all worked out. Worked out. So you know. Uh, what I mean? Uh, man, that was a uh, that was a hell of a fucking show, dude. That, that was show, dude. that was a barn burner, man, with the chalk here. That was really cool. Enjoyed having them chalk. They're, they're a little crazy, so you got to understand. Right. Beer happens. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you heard a lot of beer cans opening <laughs> and that uh, stuff, but it was great. Yeah, like you said, they're a good group of guys, and, you know, Bloomington, Illinois band, we're all about yeah. it, and we're going to have others. Talk to Big Mike about getting Event of Collapse in here, so we'll How do about that. that Alfred Packer, dude? Oh, dude, Alfred Packer, very fucked up. Kind of an interesting story because, like you were saying, like a lot of people probably didn't know who he was. So hopefully maybe we, you know, interested some people, wanted to, you know, check it out and learn about him. Yeah, I think it was cool. Um, Definitely, uh, you know, good to talk about, you know, the mayhem stuff with and those I guys. I hope you guys really like fucking Mike's stuff. Oh, Couchfucker. Couchfucker. Classic. Gonna, I hope you enjoyed Couchfucker. Definitely. Definitely. Really do. And I wanted to also, I've been wanting to do this, and hopefully we'll remember to do it from this point on, but to mention uh, the bumper music, the bands that we play right. between the segments. You need to know who they are. Yeah, so if you guys want to check them out. Some of them aren't in existence anymore, but uh, they were, you know, bands from... You know, over the years, local metal from all over the country. So, but uh, it's good fucking music. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And they were all part of heavy core and uh, all part of that 
organization. And so, uh, three headed Moses, uh, skull plate. I remember fucking three headed Moses. Oh dude. And Gideon's pawn. So three headed Moses, skull plate and Gideon's pawn were the bands that we played between the, the segments this time. And, uh, so next, next time we'll have some new music and now who's the, uh, who's the, uh, the, the guy in the next murder segment. You guys are going to love this one. Oh, dude. Joe Matheny. And this dude. Yeah. Look at Joe. Look up Joe Matheny. Yes. That one picture of him. Oh God. It's like, he's like 500. Yeah. He's like five or 600 pounds. He's fucking "Ah." humongous. Yeah. (laughs) So but, yeah, Joe Matheny's our next. Uh, yeah, from next Baltimore, guy. Maryland, and a little cannibalism going on. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. It takes now. it to the next level. I mean, really, Alfred Packer yeah, he, was Packer one thing, but ate things. He yeah, fed things exactly. So <laughs> we're looking forward to that. Uh, doing that on Joe yeah, Matheny. We got a couple so. others coming up uh, after uh, Matheny. We're doing Larry Bright. Yep, we're doing Larry Bright. He's from Peoria. And Peoria, Illinois. He's another local guy. If yeah. Like, fuck it, why not, right? Yeah, exactly. And we're going to be doing some uh, different ones. We talked about doing Kevorkian, and we talked about yeah. uh, that female, that Australian, that fed her husband. Oh, uh, Catherine Knight. Yeah. yeah so to her kids. So, we yeah. got some things coming up for you guys, so I appreciate y'all listening. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for the feedback and uh and liking us on Facebook and going to iTunes and leaving positive uh, feedback there. We really appreciate it. And uh, this time uh, we've been ending the show with a little karaoke that I've been doing, just uh, growling away. And this uh, this uh, show, I wanted to uh, do one for a buddy of mine from back home, Angel, Angel Rosa, who's uh, hopefully listening. And uh, I did this one for him because he, uh, he and I used to laugh about this song back in the day. So enjoy this one, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Have a good week, y'all. To your lies, would you say I'm a man without conviction? I'm a man who doesn't know how to sell a contradiction. You come and go, you come and go. Come and come and come and come and come and come Colors are like my dreams Red, gold, and green Red, gold, and green Did you hear your words every day? Yeah, you used to be so sweet I heard you say That my love was an addiction When we cling, our love is strong When you You come and go, you come and go.
Red, gold, and green. Red, gold. 